Listener warning, this episode contains adult content and is not suitable for children. Welcome back to the most unhinged book club you will ever be a part of, the Half-Baked Book Club. I'm Lana. And I'm Dylan, and we are back with our most recent read, The Lies I Tell by Julie Clark. Ooh, did I tab this? I got oh, I got a few tabs. I don't remember you? why. Yeah. Ooh, I think there's a discussion in this one as well. Oh, nice. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't look at the questions. Maybe they'll I be didn't like either. crazy deep and intellectual, like the last book <laughs> discussion we had. Um, but you were just saying before we started recording, um, your sister's having a hard time picking out what an era's tour costume. Yes. Yeah, I really so- wish we could have got everybody on board with like the vibrant suits because I would have changed my whole costume for that. Especially because oh your sister like works there part time or has like some type of connection. We can- uh, yeah, she does. So she okay. gets 20%. I mean, um, imagine how cute the hairstyle and we would pop, baby. It would pop. be so effing hot though. <laughs> like, that's all I'm thinking about. I was I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, no, you could wear like a sleeveless shirt like a faux collar like a cute little I actually have one so and then you can do like a little t- it would be so yeah. cute actually imagine I'm gonna wear a fur coat I don't even care yeah, you're crazy I think um it's at night though it's at night I forget about that yeah Sally I think actually got which is funny not from her work from somewhere else like H&M or something I think she got like a pink blazer and stuff she she kind of got like a ton of things like because she just was all over the place like she was like I want rep so she got like a snake you know ring and some other thing and then like I sent her love the because rep I'm like aesthetic. well you're going in Arizona and it's super hot like and she's uh, a real, I don't even want to talk about this she's a real pink girly <laughs> so jealous yeah so I was like you know you could do like lover and she's like oh I love that so then I was sending her like cute pink tops that she could wear with like cutoffs and like comfy shoes and like whatever because like she's dragging her boyfriend (laughs) yeah it's not like full costume for this one yeah yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. just enjoyed yeah so the lucky one what she might do is there's like this really cute uh, this like kind of like cropped if you guys don't know what we're talking about sorry it just sounds like we're fully in a conversation and we are about taylor swift but just to update you taylor swift is having her eras tour this year if you were not aware if you were literally living under a rock um but by eras she means like all the different eras basically how she branded herself (laughs) each time Mm -hmm. essentially um the part of us that she shows of herself right like how she branded herself during each album they call an era so everyone who's going to this show is basically assigning themselves an era or like a costume from a music video from an era etc etc there's a lot of jewels a lot of jewels rainbow jewels on everything a lot of i do love the fringe it's like dolly parton like old western i do love a fringe so the shirt that i like found on amazon for her is like a pink crop top but it's like it's kind of like form-fitting and then all along the bottom is like a rhinestone fringe um looks really cute so she she got that and now she's like showing me whatever but I don't know she's she's got several different things and it's like I feel like it's gonna be a last minute decision because she's panicking because 
we are all going together in June, but my sister randomly at the last minute got tickets for the Arizona show, which is what she originally wanted. So um, she needs two outfits now and she needs one last minute. Yeah. And so it's like a and day she and a half like, from now for ours. Like she's got other Swifties to like go with coordinate, bounce off of each other, whatever. This is like, she's dragging her boyfriend. <laughs> so well, he can paint funny. a number 13 on her hand. She'll be fine. I was like, I bet yeah. you he'll be fine. <laughs> there's some, there's some funny, I've seen some really funny, like couples costumes and like ridiculous. I think I sent you a TikTok today that somebody was like, is anybody going to do this outfit? And it's like her, when she got her cataracts, her eye surgery, and she's like trying to open the banana. <laughs> someone's like please do this here's okay here's where i was gonna say i'm gonna say one more thing about this um before you tell us your side piece which is also taylor related but um could you imagine just going as debut like who's going as debut who's going in full country yeah like I've seen some cute country, but it's more like gay country, like yeah, pink yeah, yeah. rhinestone, like Dolly right. Parton vibe. Yes. Lover era country. Yeah. No. I haven't seen anybody be like, I'm just gonna have curly blonde hair and um mm-hmm. like, giant cowboy boots and a dress. Like that was the signature. Uh-huh. Like a leather bracelet. Yeah. Um I'm yeah. gonna draw I'm gonna draw a heart on my foot. If you remember. (laughs) (laughs) Take it back. Yeah. And like, I mean, that was mine and Sally's like first show of Taylor was like at our state fair. It wasn't like who is dressing for that era. So underrepresented that era. Yeah. Especially because it's eras like, and I think, but I I do think like the older that you are, like the more you're like, you know, you're going to see a ton of people doing um, like you know, you belong with me and they're in the, the juniors t-shirts or like in 22, they're in the, not a lot going on at the moment. Sure. Like there's a lot of that. Um, so we're trying to find find something, something different. I have no Mm. idea. Uh, We got time though. (laughs) I was just inspired and now like it's starting to come together. I haven't like ordered the pieces, but I have all of the pieces, you know, in line because I'm a mastermind. (laughs) Anyways, you're reading a Taylor inspired book. Yes. Tell us about it as your side. Oh my gosh. Before we get I'm into our so video. excited, I know. So um I have an arc, which just makes me happy every time. Um my favorite romance author is Morgan Elizabeth. Um she just writes like really cute, funny rom-coms that are also spicy. Um, and they all connect in some way, and I just love that. So she teased a book that she was writing for like Swifties, um, and it's called The Playlist. And it's like a, um, like a brother's best friend, like romance essentially. And it says, um, Zoe's best friend shows her a box of dreams they put together as kids. And, um, it says like, she would have never foreseen herself dumping Mr. Perfectly Fine, quitting her draining job. (laughs) But the box reveals that like her life isn't where she envisioned it to be. Um, and so this guy, Xander, realizes his little sister's best friend is finally single at the same time as he is. He knows it's time with the help of his sister and her dad, a.k.a. his boss. He makes a plan to become the king of her heart, <laughs> including the road trip of a lifetime. And he uses a love story bucket list she made as a kid as a roadmap. Along the way, Z will try to convince Zoe to play pretend with him. But can he mastermind his way into keeping her forever and always? That's um, 
so punny, Taylor punny and so cute. Yeah. Like the cover is perfect. There's so many little like Taylor Easter eggs. Every chapter is a song title. The dedication says to all cute. the Swifties, Swifties who found themselves somewhere between the bridge and the chorus and let that shape how they see love and life. And then it says long live. Um, long so- live. I'll... If she doesn't close out her show with long live. Yeah. Actually, I don't care what she does. She could seriously. But it would be so great. Anything. I would cry. If like, she, if the response of just yes. saying it. Yes. I was like, please. I would cry. Tell them Monday. Because that still makes me emotional. Like, every if time. I hear that line in a song, I get emotional every dun, time. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun. So I'll just lose it if I Especially hear it. being there with, like, my little sister. Like, <laughs> I will... Oh my God. So many things. Yeah, we're going to be so emo for real. Yeah. Well, and so oh she's going. So the other thing for the Glendale <laughs> show is, is um, City, you mean? Maya Thompson. Well, yes. Sorry. <laughs> Maya Thompson will be there at one of the nights. I don't know if it's the night that Sally is going. Do I know? Oh, it's um, it's Ronan. It's Ronan's mother. Oh, right, right, right. Oh. So, so she will be there. And that's like the only time she's ever played Ronan live and yeah, my hands are sweating thinking about that. Put, That's some she tears. put Ronan on Red Taylor's version mm-hmm. to give it like a place. So I don't think she'd play that because it's just oof, that's a vibe to put out at a concert. I don't know if she's going to do it every time that they're all yeah. there. But I'm thinking with like her daughter and all this stuff, like they might say something. Maybe I'm sure they're going to see Taylor like it's just very yeah. interesting because like Sally and I thought about that too. And she's like, I will lose my mind if she plays Ronan. Like it's so gut wrenching. If you want to be like emotionally destroyed, just look up the story of like Ronan Taylor Swift and then listen to the song and the lyrics. And I can't get past like half the first chorus at this mm-hmm. point um, yeah. before being like, <laughs> I can't listen to it, yeah, no. especially as a parent now. But anyways, yep. uh, Morgan Elizabeth's book about Taylor <laughs> so anyways, is super good. Super cute. I hope she I'm comes on the show. Just starting it. I'm yeah. Hey, crossing Amy Morgan, fingers. we're going to slay into those DMs. Um, we're Swifties. <laughs> slide into and we like your book and come talk to us about it. Thanks. Yes, please. <laughs> Anyways, um, well, for my side piece, I'm not going to harp on it because you have talked about it and we will definitely talk about it again on Random Recap. But I did finally listen to you and watch Not Dead Yet. It is ABC Gina Rodriguez. I really effing love it. I'm Similar so to... Ted Lasso, like it's just a nice, like feel good, yeah, comedy with like there's heart, but it makes you laugh. Like as soon as you start feeling a little sad, then they like do something funny, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, my heart is safe. Um, yeah. and but it's really good. Uh, I I'm really so glad I'm enjoying it. it. Yes, yeah. highly suggest, especially this time of like winter blues, just something mm-hmm. that's like nice and and heartwarming. It's but. Something that wasn't heartwarming, this story. Oh my God. <laughs> Give us like the oh. briefest synopsis. Like even even if you want to like read the like flap or whatever, mm-hmm. it's up to you. Yeah. So um, The Lies I Tell by Julie Clark. I will say it's not at all what I thought it was going to be based on like reading the thing. But <laughs> basically um, it says like to... Um, it's like a con woman thriller about two women out for revenge or is it for justice? You decide two women made many aliases, Meg Williams, Maggie Littleton, Melody Wilde, different names for the same person, depending on the town, depending on the job. She's a con artist. 
a life coach, a real estate agent, nothing about her is real. You've likely lost everything by the time you realize what she's done. Kat Roberts has been waiting 10 years for the woman who upended her life to return. And now that she has, she's determined to expose her. But as the two women go closer, Kat's long-held assumptions begin to crumble, leaving Kat to wonder who Meg's true target is. And it's like a, it's, let's hear that it's like a domestic thriller that dives deep into the psyches and motivations of women and their quest to seek justice for the past and rewrite the future. Um, I will say that like, I wasn't really sure like what it was going to be necessarily. Yeah. Um, and I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was really fun and it was like quick moving. Like it was moving along. You didn't want to put it down. Really? Like, well, okay, yeah, what, like, now? what now? What now? I needed to finish. Like I have this really bad thing. I have this thing where um, I want to look up how something is going to end. I'm the worst. Yeah. Like, I do that quite a bit. I did not, but I wanted to, (laughs) but I have done it so many times, like a movie I'm watching or something like I will, if I'm getting like to a certain point and it's taking forever or like, I'm just freaking impatient. I do. I look it up and then I will continue to watch or read it. What? What a confession. I know. I don't, so I can't relate. The only <laughs> thing I look up is how how many more pages, and then I'm mm. super careful of like not reading anything when I'm looking. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't want to accidentally see anything. Oh my god, I totally do. It's I'd so an- bad. I know. I'd I be annoyed though. Like it's to me that'd be like if somebody else ruined it, except I'm ruining it for myself. Like, <laughs> I know I'd I did be- it to myself. It's kind of like I guess what I do, and I, I'm this not is, judging like, at all. Just so we're clear, no, like, I, I'm judging myself. But no, like, like if it's a shit book that's really boring, I will start skimming. Yeah, I'm being honest, but like just reading the dialogue, if you will, like yeah. I don't need to know about the tree color or anything. I just need to know what happened yeah. between the characters, and yeah. let's keep it moving. I've done that. I won't lie. I definitely have like looked in books. Like, I think it's more like if I'm not sure about something, I would say I did not spoil this one, but like if, if I'm hemming and hawing about something, like I'll look and see what happened. And like, if it's not a satisfying thing to me, then I'll just let that be. But like, if it's interesting and I want to know like, oh, how did it get there? Then I will like continue it. But it kind of helps me. Like if I'm questioning if I should DNF something. That makes sense. I, I tend to do that, but like, movies and stuff like <laughs> oh yeah if you're possibly gonna dnf that makes complete sense like that's <laughs> totally yeah that makes sense to me yeah but like this character meg was so so subtly psychotic i really loved it and i don't know if it was because of the name meg but i imagined the whole time the actress from the bold type whose name is megan mm. I yeah. don't know. Maybe it was like when they described um, yeah. her like physical attributes. I don't know. Mm. But the whole time yeah. I imagined her and she seems like she would actually be a really good character if this was adapted into something. Yeah. To play that. She just seems like she can adapt really well. Like, yeah. In different things. I um, like that. I I liked it. Like, I liked that she was, I don't know if I'd call her the antihero, but she's not necessarily a good guy, but like she's doing vigilante shit yeah like yeah I mean I yeah I think that's the thing of like do you think that um you know the end justifies the means or like you know whatever because it's it's from two different points of view like I feel like she's aware like that she's not 
the greatest person, right? Like she knows that she's hurting people yeah. and, and using people and things, but she's also, she's not like picking random people to victimize. She's oh, yeah. very, very specific in who she's targeting and it's why. Like Dexter, but not murder. <laughs> but not murder. Right. Mm. Like she's, so how the whole thing like starts off or like her coming back to like the town where it all started is like she's in um like I don't know if it's a mom's group or like a divorce group or something but this woman basically going in this group that like her ex-husband is like taking everything and like ruining her and all mm. of this stuff and she's like hmm yeah let I me can, help you hide that let me help money. you out this yeah it was and- so unbelievable that these dudes I think it was great like you'd be like how are they so dumb and then she would sell it in such a way and you're like mm-hmm. okay you're still an idiot but yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> yeah like it, if you like don't feel bad because they're not good people they're bad men these men that she's conning are all bad yeah but it is like it's interesting it like the way that she does it like you said like you're you know like this person is like oh well i'm trying to ship it to like my ex-wife or whatever i need to hide twenty thousand dollars like okay you're a piece of shit but also she's like okay well like you can just write me a check i'm as like your life coach and like i'll give it back to you if she wasn't helping the here's the part i mean obviously spoilers but if she wasn't helping the wife in the long run and she was just screwing over the guy it'd be shitty but she'd still be I guess, like, morally in the wrong. I'd still be cheering. Oh, I'd still be cheering, but I'm like, I guess morally it's wrong. But the fact that, like, okay, I stole this guy's money and I left, like, the lake house uh, in his wife, ex-wife's name. Yeah. Like, trying to keep from her. Like, it's, yeah, it's that that you're like, yeah, yeah, it feels good. Yeah, and it is. It's vigilante shit. It's not, she's not some, like, awesome hero person you want to aspire to yeah she's exacting revenge either for herself or for somebody else um and it's not just her own benefit it is somebody else's like it's both yeah and i'm i'm not mad at it at all (laughs) i'm like i was like cheering some of it i'm like this is well this this is gonna play the long game i love it this is gonna make your brain shift so this one has like a reading group discussion in the back and the first question is one of the most powerful tools in meg's arsenal is a familiarity with social media what do you think she could learn about you from your online presence and i'm (gasps) sitting here like dude all it'd have to be is a friend who's like I really like Taylor Swift and books, which is like you. Like you could be Meg. Like <laughs> that's how me and you became friends. Like it's not that hard to like be to be in my inner circle, <laughs> right? She's like <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, truly, like somebody kept... Taylor Swift at a book club. Like, yeah. Oh my god. Well, like people, uh, we've sent this back and forth to each other. Those like, um you know those those like memes and tiktoks it's like this is how i get kidnapped it's like if somebody had like a thing that was like there's books in this van like it's a mobile library yeah hop right in and i'd get kidnapped like well it is interesting now how yeah like you said like especially online in the world of like tiktok and instagram and all those things and like we're making online friends in these book clubs and things and like Oh yeah, you know uh, Nev Shulman's like, please don't get catfished, people. 
Um, yeah, that's very interesting. <laughs> I have my something to think about. I know I was like my, my brain, like she could, she could have fooled me for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I've had my, um, my like presence online, like private for forever. The only, it's only been in the last year that it's been public because mm-hmm. of the podcasts. Yeah. Um, and I've just been a lot more mindful of what I was going to say, like we're open and, but like our friend circle is like, it's us. It's like hard. I have a very small. Yes. <laughs> we, right. Not that I'm and like, it is not funny friendly, like, but it's to just make like adults, we don't have time. No, like, to make adult friends. Like it is like very, like people come in and you're like, mm-hmm. or your friends of friends are like, who are you hanging out with? Who's this Yeah, person? no, you would just are have to like normal? stalk me and follow me into Barnes and Noble and like be wearing a Taylor Swift shirt. And I'd be like, <sighs> oh, um, yeah. did we just become best friends? Falling about cigar. Yeah. I mean, you and I, it was literally like, <laughs> we just needed to get seated next to each other. And we were like, did we just become best friends? Um, um these yeah, questions funny. are so there's like 10. So like if we had hours and like so much time, we could get into them. But like, it's talking about, um, the greatest downside of Meg's career is the loneliness. Well, yeah. If you're constantly shifting your, mm-hmm. um, who you are, like yeah. she, well, it also said like, since they both knew the other woman was lying <clears throat> about their identity, Megan and Kat, Kate, Kat, Kat yeah. also know they shouldn't trust each other. How does their friendship grow despite this? And I'm like, cause Kat's dumb. Like, that's what I want to say. <laughs> I think because they both were so curious, like, well, what, yeah. where's this going? Right. Like she's like, I'm usually the one lying. So yeah. So why is she lying? Yeah. She was like interesting to her. I think the thing that was interesting is like, you're watching this whole story, you know, and you're, you're on guard about Meg because you know, she's a con artist and you don't yeah. know what, you know, what the situation is, but then you're learning about, you know, Kat's boyfriend and he had a gambling problem and you know oh was it a very easy scapegoat stuff and yeah was and it so or was it like, not a scapegoat we don't oh I it, I mean it obviously <laughs> it was but like yeah but for him like the way that he manipulates and gaslights her into like taking Ugh. this perfect opportunity like oh you're chasing a con artist okay I'm gonna open up this this credit card in your name and I'm going to spend all of this money and then I'm going to blame it on the yeah, like who was the scapegoat actually because yeah yeah and like actually Kat you know Meg has her eyes on a huge fish she doesn't give a shit about Meg and she you know that's not how she she's not attacking women and he's in the police department women. shocker this, yeah 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 so very interesting the way that that all went and I will say a white man <laughs> white man of authority oh my god it's terrifying don't absolutely a white man of authority (laughs) i i'm kidding but i'm not loved the ending of this yeah loved it like i i like so you know so they go through this whole thing so just so you guys like oh yeah her. yeah it definitely is you a know good circle they back. get their she gets her revenge she does the thing she you know she pulls the magic out of the hat and she does the thing that she's supposed to do in targeting the person and then cat her like thought was that she was gonna write this big story this expose whatever meg gives her permission gives her 
all of her journals, all of her information, like, yeah, here, write this story. Like I'm mm-hmm. fucking off to a place with no extradition and I'm going to live out my life. Like I've done my final act of, you know, whatever. And she actually, Kat makes a decision like, no, because they're just going to sexualize this. They're just going to make this like the stupid thing. I'm going to keep this to myself. But she takes everything that Meg has done and given her and like Meg's books are like a how-to to like mm-hmm. con somebody to exact revenge and it all comes full circle when Meg or when Cat is all of a sudden like planning to get revenge on this guy Nate mm. that in the very beginning date rapes her Ugh, yeah and it was just like trigger warning that happened no no I just forgot like it's so terrible that it happens in these woman vengeance books so much yeah because it is a prevalent thing that happened so yeah I mean she was out she was out meeting somebody at a bar in the middle of the daytime you know what I mean like and she was following a lead that had to do with Mag and so she kind of like put this blame on Meg, Meg that was for, it yeah. shouldn't have been there but it was like it gave her something to chase like maybe if mm-hmm. I expose this chick it'll heal some part of me yeah. so it kind of like left where this she was healed I think it's also like yeah. very interesting if you've ever known somebody who's a pathological liar people who can lie like that just off the cuff like da, 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 and like shift the story so quick it's scary and it probably is like if you're telling a story about somebody you're like damn how does she do that it must just mm-hmm. be like mesmerizing to watch you know yeah oh and the way that she they knew the whole the time like story yeah. all this stuff the like juxtaposé of that is like i read last night i binged this silly like hockey romance whatever and it's like a fake dating thing mm-hmm. and that girl is like me trying to come up with like a backstory and she's like the guy's like keep it real simple we met at a bar and she <laughs> gets nervous and she thinks people aren't going to believe her and I feel all of this. a sudden she's telling this insane story of like the devil's in the details <laughs> meeting at a doctor's office and then running into each other again at the zoo and he's got his fly down at the donkey pen and a chicken finger drop like just that's I'm like that's me like I I can tell a white lie to make somebody feel better or something but like a true one like I just cannot like I feel you yeah like to my kids I can tell right I'm gonna look the wrong way yeah oh yeah hey we we ran like the internet's broke yeah we ran (laughs) no ipad sorry your kindle's uh dead yeah yes. it's fine to do that but like everything else i think like my kids are autistic and if you know somebody who is autistic they're very literal which makes lying hard yeah. yeah so yeah i feel like whether i too was maybe like undiagnosed i very much so find it hard to lie because i just it would be the same thing where you're like going off about the details like oh yeah um not only was my tire flat but then also a Mm -hmm. (laughs) I got covered in this and my coffee spilled like I would just not wearing a red shirt yeah right like it would be too much and it would be so obvious like terrible liar is my point I tabbed the part about kind of like what we were saying with the Nate thing Mm -hmm. I think I just tabbed because I thought that was obviously a big point in her life is when yeah 
Like I was a different, I'd become a different person, a rape victim. I was now one of those stories people read about the ones they'd shake their heads and say, how could she not have known that might happen? And I just think that's, I don't know why, like that just stuck out to me. Like, yeah. oh, well now I'm a different person. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It was just it a strong part. Like, yeah, I think. And I like mean, your we've... whole view and your attitude and your, had your perspective yep. shifts. We've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Like we, we've both been through essay and like, it does, it changes everything. Like. Mm-hmm. For me, as a child, it changed the way that I viewed every man I came into contact with in my life. Mm-hmm. My dad, my uncle, you know, oh, any yeah. person was a potential predator in my head because of this trusted family friend who I would have never thought something, you know? So then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it was like, well, if this person can betray me, why can't this person, you know? Yeah. And so- you absolutely see, and she talks about this a lot in her book, is that like that it's trauma because then, you know, just going out to dinner with a different man, you're, you know, you don't, you don't drink and you don't allow them to order for you. And like, you don't leave your, you know, there's just so many things when you've been through something like that. And I think that's just something that men just don't get. I'm not (laughs) saying that men do not get sexually assaulted, but to the level that women do and it changes the trajectory of their life because it just shifts your perspective so much of what you see and view people mm-hmm. as um until you deal with it and even when you do it sometimes just it's just with you um yeah. so i thought it was really good like cuz like you said she kind of focused on meg instead of you know because like she couldn't think about Nate and whatever mm-hmm. and so i like that kind of at the end of this she feels like empowered to kind of like go get the justice that she didn't feel like she got and she couldn't get in the well, way to be done with this guy too like why satisfying she... yeah she was hanging on to him for what reason like he put her in debt he was a fucking asshole like what was yeah. he doing besides uh being a guy in power like she went to report him and they hadn't even processed the police report because somebody was helping him out like it was mm-hmm. just so typical and cliche <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah um it's like men will always show you who they are. Scott worked hard to distract me with the things that weren't true, forcing me to question my own instincts. And I was like real triggered by that shit because I was gaslit the fuck when I was like, I'd find stuff and be like, no, it's just like my friend from college. Like, yeah. mm, okay, mm-hmm. sure. So like stuff like I was just like mm, forcing you to question your own instincts. Like girls, mm-hmm. if I could write a letter to my younger self, oh. follow your instinct, your gut, your solar plexus chakra. It is there for a reason. Mm-hmm. When you feel sick to your stomach, when yeah. you get nervous, it's a physical gut reaction. So you're when you say follow your gut, yeah, like yeah. literally follow your gut, follow your instinct. If you feel unsafe, don't open the door nobody who no who cares yeah, yeah. Um, and the like, like are obs- are the, the way that being polite yes yes <laughs> um yeah the the polite thing like that is drilled into so many of us of women as well more than men for to sure be polite to be calm to be well-mannered to make not people make somebody yep to not make somebody uncomfortable Except but for yourself so you have to be uncomfortable <laughs> exactly that's the thing like learning as an adult to like 
unlearning that standard. Yeah. Like, no, no is a full sentence. You do not have to make other people comfortable. I do understand the, um, when you do not feel safe and you don't want to make a situation, Mm -hmm. um, scarier because that's also the thing that we have to deal with as women. Um, but oh, yeah, yeah, like the way that, you know, we oh, all no, know you're in a no, bar yeah, and someone's bothering no judgment you. of any of it. I would just tell myself like, cause I, it is a miracle I'm alive for sure. My dumb young twenties, like this, you know, like mm-hmm. just rides you would take from a friend of a my friend God. that you're like, wait, what shit you Why drank I... in public. Oh my God. The yeah. Juices that, oh yeah. my God. Drinks in plastic cups that you accepted from. Yeah. Somebody at a bar, so stupid. Yeah, but no. well, that's kind of funny because it goes with the name of the next book that I'm choosing. <laughs> um, but yeah, would what what did you rate this book? Um, I gave it five stars. I really, I but I'm I'm very liberal with my stars. Three. Um, I think I gave it four, but I probably would have gave it like three and a half. I don't yeah. even know why. I was just like, it's I good. It. Would I be like, oh my god, highly recommend? Like, no. Yeah, I enjoyed my time with it. You know, yeah. what I mean? it was a good. Time. Yeah, I support women's wrongs. I like. I was kind of <laughs> honestly for me, it was like it. It was like good, but then when the the ending, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like yeah. I, I'm such a. That's like, what I, made it. That's what made it four stars instead of three. Stars. I the ending was that like, she was like, "All right, now I'm gonna go take this motherfucker down." I've learned how, and I was like, "Yes, girl." It was a nice way to put a bow on it. I really yeah. enjoyed that. I'm glad that that's how it ended. Some people were upset about it, and I was like, "That's the best part. That was the part I loved." I was like, "Yes." ruin him sis sis um <laughs> so yeah i i gave it four stars i explained my stars but i'm just so excited to pick this book um mistakes were made this is my next choice i will post this on our instagram it's such a lovely vibrant color it's really cool. um so this is like a sapphic book if you're not okay with girl girl romance um i don't know I don't know why you wouldn't be, but you're probably not a fan of our podcast. Um, but when Cassie Klein goes to an off-campus bar to escape her school's family weekend, she isn't looking for a hookup. It just happens. Buying a drink for a stranger turns into what should be an uncomplicated, amazing one-night stand. But then the next morning rolls around and her friend drags her along to meet her mom, the hot older woman Cassie slept with. So... <laughs> she finds out that she slept with her best friend's mom or her friend's mom whether it's best or not i don't yeah. know i didn't go too too far into this but it sounds good and i just kind of like the female age yeah group. i think it's giving mrs robinson <laughs> yes it's giving carol vibes i'm fine i'm interested um yeah, i'm excited that it's i hope that it's spicy because the only other time we've done sapphic it was um casey mcquiston i kiss share yeah, wheeler man. and it was ya so it was, it was YA. YA. i'm hoping that this is different but this is yeah. by meryl Wilson. explicit explicit i hope honestly i i just hope i don't um but it is available on libby (laughs) at least for my library so hopefully you guys can find it and we Mm -hmm. will post it on our instagram um i hope you guys have a moment to give us a rating or review if you enjoyed our show um if not we love you anyways but we will probably be doing a giveaway in the future if you if you have rated or reviewed maybe take a screenshot that's just a little foreshadowing um but anyways thank you guys so much for hanging out with us 
We'll see you next week. We can't wait. But until then, read books. It's, it's weird, weird out there. there. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please consider giving us a follow and rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Got a book recommendation for us? Send it to halfbakedbookclub at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and TikTok at halfbakedbookclub. And don't forget to check out our sister podcast, Hometown Spice, where Dylan and her hometown bestie dive into the spiciest reads you can imagine. The Half-Baked Book Club podcast was created, written, and produced by Lana Rich and Dylan Harrison. For more information, head to halfbakedbookclub.com.